0: Palmer, welcome to Life in Perspective. We're talking everyday life through the lens of our faith. And I cannot wait to introduce you to this episode's guest. It's my homegirl, Marquita Bradley. Come on. Yes, Yes. y'all. She is an amazing producer. When I say producer, I'm talking live events, I'm talking TV and film. All the things, but above all of that, she is my little piece of joy. Okay. Whenever I'm scrolling on the gram, Marquita is going to pop up and give me the laugh I didn't even know I needed. Marquita, thank you for being here with us.
1: Thank you for having me, Brenda. I'm
0: so excited. I'm so excited. Y'all, for real, she is like one of the funniest people I've ever met in my I life. Can't. I love it. I love it. I feel like wait, okay, wait. We met at a Bible study. Bible yes. study.
1: At Randy's. At Randy's. Okay, yes.
0: <laughs> yep. So if you've been here at Life in Perspective, we had Randy on last season. And Randy used to host a Bible study at his house. And I think I was visiting the first time I met Marquita. Yep. I hadn't moved to L.A. yet. So like 2016. Ooh, child. Um, that felt like a long time ago. Girl, that's because it is. Because COVID was five years. <laughs> yeah, it took it us. It was. <sighs> oh okay. Yes. And so we just kind of connected. Again, funniest person I ever met in my life. Okay. I love it. <laughs> but before we jump into conversation, I want to give people a chance to meet you. So we're going to do some rapid fire questions. Okay. Let's,
1: let's All have right. It. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. ready. Girl. Okay.
0: All right. What is one song that always puts you in a good mood? <laughs> <laughs> a song that
1: always puts me in a good mood? Um, I would say. Um, I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. Come
0: on. It's my
1: karaoke go-to.
0: Come on.
1: I've been a queen in three
0: countries. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> my karaoke go-to is definitely uh, Nars Barkley, Crazy. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's such a good or one. Or Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody. Oh. That is come on, you giving Whitney? I'm giving Whitney. <laughs> I am giving Whitney, all right? I love Whitney. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, who is your celebrity crush?
1: Ooh. I don't know if I have. <laughs> when you work in the industry, it's you said
0: you said actually y'all can have all of them. Yeah,
1: no gracias, no gracias. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't have one.
0: I, I understand. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, here is one. What is the last concert or live performance you attended?
1: Um, live performance, yeah, or a concert, um. Let me think. The last concert I went to, oh, Janet.
0: Come on. Uh, of course, come on. Come on, mother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love that. Her. I
1: love that. She was fantastic. I bet.
0: I'm mad I missed that. Yeah. She wanted to see her at Essence. But yeah. I, oh,
1: I didn't. yeah. She was at the, um, what's Hollywood Bowl? Okay. Ooh, mm-hmm. outside. So yeah.
0: Okay, I love that. Yeah. Okay, I love that your karaoke go to song is I Will Survive. Yes. I feel like that's a good running thing for your life. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Transition? <laughs> yeah. That's
0: <good. laughs> Y'all, first of all, she's going to call it out because she's a producer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she can't help. Welcome to the live pool producer. Because I've done the same thing. Like, okay, segue. okay, segue. Yes, I love that. Yes. No. But I really, as soon as you said that, I was like, no, that really is a, yes. a running theme in your life. I feel like what you... Your journey of life is like, that's like a
1: declaration, too. I know. I didn't even think of that. But unfortunately, yes. (laughs) I can't say I have lived it. Yes. 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 No, I love that. Okay. So tell us a
0: little bit about it. Because I feel like I admire you because I have seen from a distance what you've walked through these last couple of years. Mm -hmm. But you embody joy. Like, I feel like I almost feel bad for ever feeling bad because you, and obviously like social media is the world we create, right? Right. But I think even the fact that you'd have the strength to do that after what you've experienced, which I want you to share with people, but I just wanted to say thank you because I think we don't oftentimes realize what we do for other people, but you are an encouragement just because of your strength.
1: Yeah, I think for me I I show up online uh, joyful because it's I'm trying to give joy to myself. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it impacts other people that's just the added bonus, right? Come on. It's more so of I know that's something that I need just given all the things that I've been through. Um, So let's see, we'll go back to, I'll probably start at 2019 Mm -hmm. actually. Um, And so in 2019, I felt like I started grieving. So I was grieving a lot of things Mm -hmm. at the time. And so a lot of times when we think about grief, we think about people who have passed, but I hadn't Mm -hmm. lost anyone yet um, that way, right? There were different friendships that were transitioning, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we as a society have learned how to deal with grief, right? We don't know what to say to people. We don't know how to help them process it, et cetera. And so I was going through kind of like that transition. And then in March of 2020, I lost my mom. Mm-hmm. It was actually to COVID, but it was right when COVID was happening. So my mom passed on the 14th. I think the next week is when the they shutdown. knew, but literally all of the symptoms. So she couldn't breathe. She wow. then went in the hospital. So all of this stuff. Um, and so I had actually just started a new show I was <laughs> working on. And so she had called me She and she was telling me like, you know, she was having trouble breathing. She didn't know what was going on. Next thing we know, she's incubated right? And she never comes out of it. Um, So I fly home um, and my sisters and I, um, we are, and her twin, we are at her bedside. And so we kind of like pray and sing as she takes her last breath, right? Um, And so that was probably one of, probably the hardest thing in my life to happen, right? And so I had already lost my dad in 2006. And so my parents were married for 30 years. And so that was a hard transition, but I was younger. I still had like a it was very tough, but I don't know if I was able to process it properly, right? Because mm-hmm. I didn't have the language mm-hmm. um, of what has happened. And so um, during that time, I went through a very deep depression. Yeah. So even though I would I would only show up online when I had some joy, right? Mm-hmm. So I did my whole bound lyrics thing, right? <laughs> I'm a church girl, so I'm going to have fun with that kind of stuff. But it's like I, was, I had never felt so fragile in my life. Yeah. Like the least little thing, I felt like a feather. Anything somebody could say would just tip me over. I spent probably that whole year only talking to maybe five people mm-hmm. because I just didn't have the capacity to um, perform because people are used to me showing up as mm-hmm. bubbly me, right? Um, in my personality. And it's not that that's a performance, that is my natural de- demeanor, but they also didn't know how to hold space, right? For for, you,
0: for your process. For
1: for just being down, right, mm-hmm. and and I mean in a deep, deep depression, you know, like I didn't know, every day was a step, yeah. like God and my therapist and my friends, like I did have friends that I had to kind of like teach, because I was also the first friend that had lost a mom, mm-hmm. which is very different for a woman. Absolutely. You know, and so I had to kind of <laughs> like teach them how to have space for me, um, as well as how to not over spiritualize my pain, mm. right? Because people do that. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, "Oh, they're in a better place." Yeah, because we, we don't
0: know. We don't because we don't know what to say.
1: Yeah. So the first thing we're gonna do is like, "Well, let's slap faith on." Oh, it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it's like, or I have people like, "Don't you leave God? Don't be mad at God." And I would always say, "Here's the thing: one." If I was mad at him, he's big enough for that. He
0: can handle your anger.
1: Like, he's not fragile, Mm -hmm. right? Two, I'm not angry. Uh, I'm sad. I'm hurt. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm grieving, which is a natural process. Um, And so I think that was kind of like the first, right, big Mm -hmm. blow. And so I went through a lot of transition with that, um, with property and all that other stuff, dealing with just the loss of a parent. Um, And then in 2021, um, I probably like that... I feel like that was that September, actually. So mm-hmm. it's coming up on two years. I lost Ansharia. So Ansharia was a friend, yeah. right? Uh, which that Ooh. was a, a tough one. Yeah. She, it was 41, just kind of, you know, Ooh. unfortunately uh, passed away. And I hadn't really fully processed that and then Christmas Eve, I lost my sister. Yeah. So this is like back, back to, to back. back to back. I'm like, these are not the seeds I have sown, yeah, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know what's going on. Um, and I've heard this sermon from um, T.D. Jakes where he said, you know, with um, grief, you don't have to understand it. You have to survive it. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, I, that's why I'm like, you're actually writing the song. <laughs> I was really just trying to survive yeah. day to day because it was such a just, I, I've, I think we know that we're going to lose our parents. I'd never imagined losing a sibling. It yeah. is a pain that I just can't even describe mm-hmm. because you expect to get older with this person. Mm-hmm. And my sister was only 41. Wow. So same age as Ansharia, Sharia. right? So it's like all of these things. <laughs> um, and hers too, COVID. She had been <laughs> like very careful because she had a, um, she had lupus. Mm-hmm. So during the pandemic, she was very like not going anywhere, et cetera. She went to one conference. I won't even say what it is, but she went to mm-hmm. one conference and that's what like wow. shot the immune system. And hurts. was I had talked to her that Saturday. Um, she was like, oh, she had a headache. And I was like, oh, I think you should go to the doctor. You know, black people. She's like, no, 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 I think I'm gonna be fine. She had called her doctor and he was like, no, it sounds like it should be okay. I'm like, Mm-mm, you don't mm-hmm. get headaches. Yeah, You know, and so then that Monday she went to work and she still wasn't feeling well. She drove herself to the ER room and collapsed. That's She coded like twice. They brought her back and then she too incubated. She only came through one time for my sister to see her because she had full blown COVID. And so she had to put on like a... I have Mac suit and all that to mm-hmm. go in to just talk to her, but that was the last time we saw her awake. And then for the next month we're like praying, believing, right? Um, for for this to change. Yeah. Cause I am someone who has a gift of faith. Mm-hmm. So it's different than mm-hmm. just your measure mm-hmm. of faith, right? Yeah. And so all of these things were chipping away sure. at that. But by the time we got to my sister, I had fi- like after my mom in, in 2021, I was just like, OK, I'm starting to feel like myself again. Yeah. So I actually had no I didn't think my sister was going to die. I was like, nope, I can't wait to tell her about the foolery. Right. Mm-hmm. When she gets out of this, this kind of thing. Um, and then she just does not. And so it's a different feeling when you know God can heal, mm-hmm. when you've seen him heal yeah. and he does not. hmm. So that was a huge challenge yeah. uh, for me to kind of like walk through.
0: How are you how, how are you reconciling with that?
1: Um I think that there was this sermon that helped me, uh, Darius Daniels, it says I don't need closure. And he talks about Ooh. Job. And he says that a lot of times we want an explanation and sometimes God doesn't then doesn't give yeah. us one. And I think this is just one of those situations. So I don't and the truth of the matter is I don't know if any explanation would be suffice. Right right? Because yeah, she's it, not here it, mm-hmm. and she's not coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so while I again, I still wasn't mad at God, but I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was disappointed because I I don't understand. I still mm-hmm. don't, right? And mm-hmm. so it's one of those things where it's just like that is something I won't ever understand Yeah, and I have made peace with not understanding that, but it's like you have to figure out a way to move forward Mm -hmm. um with with the unknowing Mm -hmm. right and so for me like I spent all last year living intentionally just because at that point I was started feeling like I don't trust time but I trust God's timing Mm -hmm. right there's a difference and so, for me, I was like, okay, who knows when's, what's going to happen. I always wanted to go live in Mexico. I went to Mexico for a month. Come on. I, I, know. Wanted to, like, I started doing all the stuff yeah. I wanted to do that I had just been putting off for whatever reason, yeah. right? And so, that allowed me to be intentional. But make no mistake, there was a lot of sadness. For sure. A lot yeah. of darkness. And I think a lot of people, I hate when people say, um, like, oh, like, I'm the strong friend. Because I feel like it strips me of my humanity. Mm-hmm. Right? Because if scriptures tell us in my weakness he is made strong. Yeah. You're not allowing me to even lean on God's strength, because mm-hmm. you wanna see me as strong you and not I'm the not weakness that. that I'm I'm in, mm-hmm. you know? And so I've had to learn that, like, no, I I'm okay to be like, no, I'm not strong. Mm -hmm. You know, it's God's strength that you see in me if you see it, but it's not within my own volition. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So good. How important was expressing your disappointment with God in your process of healing? Uh,
1: I think it was very important because I think a lot of times we're taught not to Mm -hmm. be emotional with God, which Mm -hmm. is crazy to me. (laughs) He gave us. He gave it to us, and he himself is an emotional guy. He has emo- he feels. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And even scripture tells you to be angry, but sin not. Mm-hmm. They seem to think, oh, you shouldn't be angry at all. Mm-mm. That's not even in the word, it's not really. You're speaking. not reading your Bible. Come on. Nah. <laughs> so, You're not reading your so, words. <laughs> so it's like, you know what I'm saying? And so for me, I like, I'm like i a oral processor, mm-hmm. one. So I have to say things out loud. But also, it helps him not to eat away at me. So mm-hmm. I have to talk to him and let him know how disappointed I am, yeah. how sad I am, how hurt I am. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's some days I still wake up and I'm like, why is this? Why did this happen? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't get any answers about it. And that's okay. But I at least get it out, yeah. you know? So, you yeah, know,
0: yeah. I, I respect that. I love what you're saying because I think two things. I think you're giving um, permission to explore our weaknesses. Because I know as a black woman, sometimes we feel like we got to pretend to be strong. and We don't get to navigate. Like, no, this
1: actually hurts. Yeah. And I don't know what to do. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, my therapist told me uh, one of the ways that black women show depression is uh, through anger. Mm -hmm. Because it's easier to say I'm angry than to say I'm hurting. Wow. And so for me, now I name it. One, because now I have the capacity to, Mm -hmm. right? I also have the language to. And so I can say like when people are like, oh, she's mad at me. No, actually, I'm disappointed. Actually, Mm -hmm. no, you hurt me actually know this is what it is and so mm-hmm. that's important so that you know we don't continue this whole like either, either we're so strong or they're just the an yeah. angry black woman trope it's like no we have emotions and feelings just like everyone else sure. and i never felt like i had to be strong because that's not the h- household i grew up in mm-hmm. so i didn't grow up with the not to say that my mom wasn't strong but she wasn't totally strong black woman you don't mm-hmm. need that you know because she was living you know i guess what they call the uh princess life that's like nice. <laughs> come on that's she was Back. a passenger she was a I'm Facts, okay. I'm trying to live that life. Facts. I try to tell people, like, <laughs> I grew up with, like, we never got into a cold car. Wow. My dad would go outside, mm-hmm. turn on the heater, okay, mm-hmm. and then that's what his children are entering, Co- you know? Mm-hmm. They come calling on. it stuff now, but I'm like, this was my norm. You so say, it's like- on. My daddy was doing that. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, she she never was that type of person, even though she was highly educated, very smart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it was never just, oh, you got to be this strong. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I think she also showed me their strength and quietness. Mm-hmm. I'm clearly not the quietest <laughs> person. <laughs> But you she said, showed it. She showed it. She showed it. I, mean, I didn't that, take it up. <laughs> that's not my thing, but I saw it, you know? But you know? I do know that it is I do no possible. I know it exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know that
0: it is. <laughs> no, that's, I love what you're saying because I feel like my mom didn't, like, exude strong black women, but I never saw my mom cry as a kid. Mm. And so I always equated crying to weakness. Just not that she said it. I just yeah. never saw her cry. I definitely saw my daddy cry. Yeah. My daddy is just, and I feel like the older he gets, I'm like, child, come on. Oh, I know. Deal <laughs> with this. What is this? I'm like, you are mushy. What? We don't want mushy, daddy. We don't want this. But I'm like, the older you get, sir, what is happening? Something happens. When you, he's just you get a little yeah. just, He's like, oh, my. I'm like, no, get away. <laughs> but I had to, like, condition myself to, like, It's okay to cry, and crying doesn't make me weak because I just never saw my mom cry.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely can relate to that in that, like, I re- like, I used to be an, a very emotional person, mm-hmm. right? And then when my dad passed, I was like 21, 22. And then I remember my mom would tell me, like, stop crying. Mm-hmm. She would be like, no, we got to be strong, right? Mm-hmm. So that was the first time she had said that, and that was in relation to only this death. Mm-hmm. And so three, for three years, I, did, I mean, I cried, but I wasn't really crying like I, I used Ooh. to. And then I went to this therapist, and I remember I started talking, and I was about to cry. And I said, oh, Lord, let me stop crying. And she said, why? And I said, oh, because my mom told me to, right? And yeah. she said- well, you don't have to do that. So I called my mother. And I said, why did you tell me that? I, said, I thought this is what we supposed to do. Yeah, why did you tell me that when I, and you know what she said to me? She said, that's what my, my mother, mother told, told me. me. And so I'm like, I for me, my parents gave me the best of everything they had. Mm. Is what I always tell people. Yeah. And even if that's not the tools that I needed, right, yeah. or maybe helped me, but she gave, she only gave, me, and I said, oh well, I didn't need that. Yeah. I actually needed to cry. Yeah. You know. And so she herself, I can count the number of times I've seen her cry, yeah. but she was not a a big crier either. Yeah, no, so I, I can like, relate why? to that. And
0: I took one day, I called her. I was like, why you ain't never cried? <laughs> <laughs> well, what she say? She said, I don't know.
1: Well, now she's
0: like, she's going through this thing, so she'll go, I cried. And Aww. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's such it a relief. And it's such a task for yeah. you that you are keeping a tally <laughs> of when you cry. I love that. No, because I think, like, I don't think she ever paid attention to it. Or she probably didn't wasn't allowed to. No, that, and she did. And she was. My mom had twins at 16. Oh, wow. So she grew up in her second kid at 18. Mm-hmm. And she was married by 21. Oh, so yeah. her life, she, did, she wasn't a kid she for a very childhood. long time. Mm-hmm. And she's the oldest sibling, like the oldest girl. Yeah. So she's like. The mom, essentially, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so I said it, but then her sisters also said, Yeah, we ain't never seen you cry. Wow. And so then it would mean like in moments where the family is grieving, everybody's leaning on her because yeah. she's the strong one. Mm-hmm. And so I think it got to a point where it's like, nah, like I remember my grandma died when I was one. Mm-hmm. And she always tells this story of how like she didn't cry. Like when it happened, she didn't cry at the funeral. But then like we went to the mall and she couldn't find the car mm-hmm. and she just breaks down. Oh, yeah. And so it's like because it's at some point your body can't
1: even con- you can't contain that. And also, no one is that strong. No. That's why I hate the thing. It's like, you know you would not be doing well. I think people say that because you're not responding in a way that they would. Yeah. Mm, right? That's true. So because I don't show it. Like, I always tell people, just because I don't show my fragility in a way that you may be used to. Doesn't mean. Doesn't mean I'm any less deserving of the care.
0: Mm.
1: Right. That's real. So it's like mm-mm, just because I'm not rolling on the floor crying, yeah, that's because you're not in the shower with me mm-hmm. screaming and crying. <laughs> For sure. You know what I'm saying? For it's sure, still happening. or in my car because yeah, I, which the is car. very dangerous. I shouldn't yeah, be crying yeah. and driving. At the same time. <laughs> yeah, but it's so it's so crazy because, like you said, with your mom, like one little thing you don't realize with grief, anything can just set yeah. you off. That mm-hmm. especially when it's that fresh, it's like you could just be walking, you see a color, and it reminds you of <laughs> Nothing, something. No, really. And now you're out here crying. I remember my best friend laughed at me. I was. Um, uh, after my dad had passed I was in a Dunkin Donuts living in New York and I was in there crying and just eating, eating a donut and I called her she was like what are you doing and I said I don't know but I'm so sad and I was crying she said get out of there people are going to think you're crazy <laughs>
0: I said I don't care no, no. And it does. That is true. Like any, I would never forget. So like my dad's been walking through a health journey mm-hmm. and I was, he had surgery in August and I was on a plane to Canada to go preach. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, I really would rather be with my dad yeah. like, while he's in surgery. And my friend sends me a text and she's like, I was in prayer and God just says like, there's no way he's going to fail you. I was in the Starbucks line in the airport, balling. And I was like, you have, I was like, why did you sit in this? You have just unraveled me. Which was crazy because I hadn't cried, like, about it the whole Mm -hmm. time. And it was just like. It was kind of like this assurance, like I know, like God has him, mm-hmm. but then I don't know what happened because I'm not an easy crier. But that <laughs> sent me under, and I was like, "Why am I in this Starbucks?" Yeah. I said, "These people are gonna think I am crazy," <laughs> and they probably did. That's <laughs> alright,
1: and, and that's like, alright. And then, it's like you know, you're trying to like you trying oh to, yeah you trying to cover it because that's it was, why I was glad for the mask, honey. So <laughs> <laughs> all my cries on the planes, honey, nobody really saw it. I had my shades, the mask
0: covered up. <laughs> you said nobody crying over here. No, nobody.
1: Mm-mm, mm-mm.
0: Okay, I've before we wrap, I do have I have two questions one of them is what do you say to a person who's right now in the middle of their grief and they feel like they they want to give up like they can't keep going what do you say to them
1: hmm that's a tough one what do you say to someone who is grieving and they want to give up okay I would say or what I was gonna say I'll switch it
0: for you and say why did you what what keeps you going why do you wake up every morning
1: Because he wakes me. He does. (laughs) But But why you get up? (laughs) Here's the thing. I think that's the thing. Some days I don't, right? Mm -hmm. Some days I stay in the bed. Mm -hmm. I don't, um, I'm not, I give myself grace, Mm -hmm. right? And so if somebody is in the middle of like feeling like they don't know if they can get, they can't go on, to me, it would be like, I would take it moment by moment. Most people Mm -hmm. say one day at a time. When you're in the middle of grief, no, it's literally moment by moment. This may be a tough moment right now. Let's see if it passes. Mm -hmm. Let's check in again in an hour. Mm -hmm. Let's check in again. You know what I'm saying? I think it's... We try to rush to get through grief. A hundred percent. And it is... You can't do that. Yeah. She will find you. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm always like, she does not read the room, okay? She doesn't care. Don't know where you know. And so I think what I would say to people um, or what has helped me is allowing yourself the space and the grace, right, to just be. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't there were times where I, there were a lot of times where I couldn't pray for myself. So I wouldn't, it's, it's, for me, I had people that were praying for Mm -hmm. me, right? Because I didn't have the strength to do it myself. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times it's just a raw and honest conversation with God Mm -hmm. or just doing something that that brings me joy. Like my um, therapist had me create a joy list. So things that I I can do instantly that bring me joy, regardless Mm -hmm. of what's going on. And so that helps, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's getting you out of your mind Mm-hmm. And being consumed with the pain of what's mm-hmm. actually happening, and trying to get you to focus on something else, so that then you can then hopefully, right, take another step, another day, mm-hmm. right, to do another thing. So people are always asking me, like, "Oh, how? Oh, you're so strong. How are you doing it?" And I'm, it's really not me. Yeah, yeah. If it was me, I'd be in the bed every day. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's I. It sounded funny, but it really is him. Like there are things, there are things that God has told me to do. Like at the top of this year. Uh, God told me, um, kind of like, uh, what he said in scripture, he was like, okay, you weeped enough. Mm -hmm. It's time. Mm -hmm. Right. He told me I have need of you. Yeah. And so I thought that was so gracious because that gave me what? Three years Mm -hmm. of him not trying to require me of anything, not trying to make me do anything. Right. Just allowing me to be. Mm -hmm. And so that's why when he said it, I just said, okay.
0: Yeah. No, I love that. It reminds me of one of my favorite stories is Elijah. Mm -hmm. And after he has this big moment and he's like in a cave and God says, take your moment. Mm -hmm. And then he comes back and says, why are you here? Mm -hmm. You know? And so I think that verse always comforts me because it's like, God gives me space to feel like he gives me space. Even Jesus has his moment where he's like, no, I need to feel like the reality of what I'm about to do. And so like, giving ourselves permission and I love that you said we try to rush it because I'm the rusher mm-hmm. it's like I, I don't want to still be crying about something oh yeah and I'm oh. like no and then I'm crying and mad, like, why are you still crying?
1: Oh, that happens so often <laughs> now. My therapist, I'm always like, am I going back? I'm crying again today, girl. You yeah. know? And she's like, no. That's why it's just like, it's a process. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, it really is a journey and everybody's journey is different. Yeah. Some days can feel like it just happened yesterday. Other days it's not as close. Right. And yeah. so it's really just trying to make sure that you listen to yourself mm-hmm. and and hopefully the it gets to a place where the pain isn't the loudest voice in the room. Mm-hmm. That
0: is so good yeah. because I'm thinking about like my own journey of grief and it necessarily like losing a relationship, but how the good things would sometimes cause me to grieve, mm-hmm. like living in good moments, and then I would go like. But dang, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then I would be so upset with myself because I would feel like it's been three years. You should be past this. Yeah. And it's like, but some things just trigger it. And I always look at it like, okay, this is God's way of chipping away at the pain so he can heal it. Like, in a
1: sense, like I'm revealing this part. So, you know,
0: we yeah. still got to deal it's with it.
1: Yeah. And I think it's like, I remember like with my mom, I, I, I weeped for a lot of things in the future. hmm Mm -hmm. So I don't have to guess what type of grandmother my mother would be because I saw her be one, Mm -hmm. right? And so I know the things my children from her, right? That's not to say God can't send another way, another version, but I know the thing. My mother got them every single summer. I can Mm -hmm. tell you she was there with my sister for two months after she gave birth. Those are things that I know I won't get to experience Mm -hmm. with her. Um, and so a lot, and people be like, oh, don't, you don't know. And I'm like, no, I do know. You may not know how your mama gonna respond, <laughs> right? You may not know what's going on over there, but I can tell you, yeah. right, what I know, not only am I missing, but what my future kids are are missing. Mm-hmm. And so that that made me sad, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's like things you can think about yep. in the future too. And so will it still be sad when it comes? Yes, it's, it's mind boggling to me that I am someone who is a fi- family of five, right? And only two of us are still alive.
0: Wow,
1: That's crazy, right? Mm. And so I have to think about like, well, what does a wedding look like now mm. if I want to get married, right? I do. Uh, <laughs> Let's be clear. Just in case. Okay? <laughs> I do. Uh, but it's like that, that that's going to be a different look for me, right? Yeah. Because it doesn't mean the same, you know? Um, somebody asked me yesterday, oh, I've been in LA about 10 years. Like, oh, is this home? And I'm like, home is people to me. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? So I have to redefine. Kind of like what that looks like now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Before we go, would you mind praying for
1: us? Yes. For for people who are walking through grief on any level and just...
0: Whatever the Lord places on your heart.
1: Okay. So God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time. We ask that you just touch everyone who may be going through grief. We thank you that you allowed us to have the Holy Spirit who is a comforter. We thank you that you are near the brokenhearted. And so we just ask God that you just allow people to feel your presence, to feel your love surrounding them today and always in Jesus name. Amen.
0: Amen. Guys, this has been an amazing conversation with my girl Marquita. Do me a favor. Go tap in with her right now. Tell them where they could follow
1: you. Oh, you can follow me Uh, on Instagram. I am at Marquita Bradley. Um, Yeah. And that's M-A-R-Q-U-I-T-A. Bradley okay come on y'all I promise you go do it right now you will
0: not (laughs) regret it okay and go share this episode make sure you subscribe guys do all the things rate the podcast all of the things and subscribe to the YouTube channel because you don't want to miss an episode because we'll be right back here next week I'm Brenda Palmer and this is Life in Perspective we out yay